We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday... Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Hey, it's Flo, and this is my impression of a beat poet. Name, name your, name your price, ah. A tool, an idea, an inspiration to do more than just say what you want to pay. Oh, no, but to see the options that could fit your budget. Steve. Steve, enough bongos. Find car insurance that fits your budget at Progressive.com. Makes me want to dance. Steve! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company. Price and coverage match limited by state law. about Arsenal playing in the MLS All-Star game. Okay. <laughs> this is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast, brought to you by rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For news, rankings, projections, DFS lineup optimizers, and more, Head over to rotowire.com slash soccer. 
And now, here are your hosts, Mike Gottlieb and Andrew Lair. Whatever. Will this be spiteful losers? Yes. Okay, let's get this started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast, uh, an FSWA nominated for next year already <laughs> and finalist for the previous year. We did not win, uh, but I'm nominating us again already for next season. What do you think? I believe we finished first among soccer podcasts, though. Uh, yeah, I and last. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> I suppose. Whatever. It's an honor that we uh, we brought some exposure to the fantasy soccer world. Uh, maybe one day they'll have a fantasy soccer category for maybe. the technical awards, mm-hmm. the early part of the show. But, uh, you know, I stayed up way past my bedtime to find out that we lost. <laughs> yeah, we um, what was funny is that they announced when they announced the finalists, one of the early ones was podcast of the year. So we were like getting all excited. And then it, it turned out to be they announced the winner, uh, I believe, it was the second to last so we were IMing back and forth how it was the best director before the best picture. Yeah. And yeah, I stopped listening. I didn't, I eventually saw who won for the radio show, but I didn't really care anyway. But yeah, congrats to uh, Chris Harris for his podcast for winning, talking about yeah. the other football. For, formerly of ESPN. Right. Chris Harris. Um <sighs> It just would have been really progressive if they had soccer <laughs> podcast of the year. But as I said last week, may, I think we may have been off the air. There's absolutely no chance that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. We're just going to have to be better, Mike. We'll have to get well, walling on you know, more often. And... On Tuesday, yes, we, uh, we'll get, we'll, we will try to get a cavalcade of stars, whoever, whoever people will let us get. <laughs> now, uh, speaking of Yahoo, though, which we didn't really speak of, but mm-hmm. whatever. I'm going to just awkwardly transition right now. Yeah, we, are, we are finally going to get to our uh, Yahoo uh, DFS analysis. I know I teased it on the, the midweek show. We didn't get to it, but, we, right. ran, but we ran a little long. It's the long tease. Um, but you know, we, I promise you we will get to that today. We'll also do a DraftKings, um, we'll also do DraftKings Daily Dose. And we'll actually go in a little bit about how the two are different and, you know, for DraftKings players, what to look for. Uh, and you'll see in our lineups, there might be some tiny, tiny inflections of difference. So uh, we'll get to that a little bit later. But uh, we are going to preview game week 26 of the Premier League. And it's another slate where if you play like the main chunk of games, Andrew, that it's going to be just... The, the, the best teams won't be there, and a lot of the good players that you normally would take will not be there. Yeah, we've got kind of a tough weekend because <clears throat> the first match is Sunderland at home against Man U, which theoretically you, you could target a few guys from that game, but uh, I probably would have skipped it anyway. And the Sunday slate, we were talking about this um, whenever it was off off the podcast but I was saying for how difficult it is to build a lineup that you feel good about for Saturday it's just as hard for Sunday because you have all so many like stars on the Sunday slate where we have the Arsenal Leicester uh, Man City Tottenham and then uh, the powerhouse match of the day Aston Villa home against Liverpool but uh, we you know so you're missing like all those guys who are usually in that you know, 8,000 plus range that you have to figure out which one you want to take. And they're all on the same slate. But then that obviously gives us some opportunities for some other guys on the Saturday one. But you're kind of going to look at the one who, whoever wins these GPPs, you're going to look at that lineup. And I, you're going to think that's one of the ugliest GPP lineups I've ever seen. 
Well, what's really interesting about that Sunday slate is that like all four members of the top four play against each other. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's not that, that all, I think this only happened three times in the Premier League era this late in the season. Oh, that's that's fun. Yeah, I wrote on my uh, setting the table piece this week about how, you know, because of those two matches will they'll be so instrumental in the title race uh, or not. Maybe they will have Wait, no consequence that, whatsoever. Hold on a second. That was your analysis. It may be a big impact or right. it may not. Or not. Who knows? With this season, I'm not. There's no way you can make anything, any declaration that these matches are any bigger than any others 26 weeks in. I'm pretty sure that it's going to be bigger than uh, Swansea Southampton or Crystal Palace Watford. No, 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 I just mean in terms of like any other matches that those teams, those four teams play from now on. I'm not sure these are any more important. Or they may not be. Who knows? That's what I mean. Who knows? I've, I, I was actually the hardest part about the Sunday slate is going to be that 6 a.m. Eastern start time. Um, I think it's seven, isn't it? I think lineup six. 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 Um, oh, I uh, think it, you're seven. Sorry, yeah. seven, nine. I, I can't do conversions. Yeah, I'll be up at six to do lineups. But yeah, seven's an early start for most people. <laughs> I'm up for quite six, a while. I have two six, small six, kids. I'm six up. central, six central, four Pacific. Hmm. Good Lord. Yeah, you live in Brooklyn. And, what are you doing on central time? <laughs> Uh, my computer showed it in Central Time. I don't know why. Do you Celsius think my, too? My, my my computer thinks it's somewhere else, and I don't know why. Okay. So yeah, it's a it's a maybe interesting. Trick, maybe it's a trick DraftKings into allowing me to to play to play. Hmm. Yes, they'll let maybe. you play. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Anyway, let's get to the games already. We 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 procrastinated enough, and we have a lot of daily dose to get through later. So let's let, let let's start. So we'll do this a little bit differently. We'll do all the games that are not part of the main game, and then we'll do the main game stuff that'll feed right into the daily dose at the end. So okay. uh, let's start with the early game on Saturday, which is Sunderland at home against Manchester United. Uh, what I have my eye on here is that it's unlikely that Billy Jones will play. So if you are going to be uh, including the early game on your Saturday slate. DeAndre Edlin may may play. Yeah, in fact, likely to play, and I think this is a great spot. Why? <laughs> he will at the minimum send in crosses for DraftKings. Uh, I guess I'm not sure he's. I'm not sure he's going to be used. I mean, he's probably cheap. I didn't play the exactly. early slate, so like but a, like. Exactly. It's going to be like a $2,300 defender or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I wouldn't expect much out of him. I feel I like would, we, I feel I like I've gone the, down this road before and would left start disappointed. Him, would start him in a heartbeat. Okay. Okay. I'd start him over like Cameron Borthwick Jackson. Really? Who I who I've thought his name was Chadwick for the yeah. longest time. <laughs> you really wanted it to be Chadwick. I really did. But it's I even think I wrote it down in the rankings once, like Chad, <laughs> like Chad Borthwick Jackson. Chad Borthwick. Yeah. Chadwick Borthwick Jackson. <laughs> exactly. I, I, yeah, both. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, it, it doesn't matter. But Wayne Rooney, I think, is the number one play of this game, don't you think? I completely agree. But I, I don't think it's close. I I agree with that as well. But I think Jermaine Defoe might be number two. I would. That's. I agree with that as well. I think Jermaine Defoe is two, and then I don't really care about anybody else. I, I, I the rest would be dart throws. I think Lingard's a little better than that, no. and maybe it's just because he recently he's scored. He's so goal dependent. Yeah, 
Yes. Yes. He's so goal dependent. And I guess Sunderland's a good 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 opponent to be goal dependent against. Yeah. But he, he is still goal dependent. Mm-hmm. And I would not take Juan Mata. No. I would not take I mean I wouldn't take Andrew Herrera if he starts. I wouldn't take I would consider Martial. He's probably just too expensive is the problem. I, I it, oh, Sunderland are such a mess. That's what I mean. Like there are a few matches where you're like, yeah, yeah. And now that it's official that Adam Johnson is a child rapist, then we can we can now say that it's not allegedly anymore. He pled guilty to it. Yeah, I'm not sure he pled guilty to something quite that strongly, but he illegal touching of a child. Right. And one of them was, and the other one, are you ready? Grooming. Yes. Yes. I'm sure it means something that I don't that, that I, I don't I didn't read exactly what grooming meant because I just I, this whole story kind of imagine really, it's not what it means on this side of the pond. Yeah, I think it it, it just totally trips me out, hmm. and I don't know what illegal grooming would be. <laughs> I just feel like I've got because I've seen these recent stories about how the Japanese dog groomers are now shaving dogs into cubes, like they look oh. like cubes. Oh, that's hardly a new story. I don't know if it's a news story or not, but it's oh. just something I recently saw. And yes. if I, again, like if, if someone has like illegal grooming, like did they make someone a cube that they weren't? I don't know. You're going to say they made the dog into like a triangle. Except <laughs> <laughs> these are with children. Uh, uh, but anyway, we better get off this game. <laughs> we, we better get off. We better get off this game and we better get off this subject. All right. But no, uh, it, but it, it does mean that Adam Johnson, though, he's unlikely to yes. play now. He's out. And, he's out. Yeah, I, Big I, Sam I said think it would be very so. unlikely he stays on Sunderland much longer. Yeah, it's going to be tough for him to find a club too. Should be it, tough at least. It's it, it's probably not. I think he has other. I think he has other problems hmm. to to think about now. Okay, let's 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 go to the Sunday. Yeah, Sunday at six a.m. Central, seven o'clock <laughs> Eastern. Arsenal take on Leicester in what will be the showcase match of the weekend. It's a shame that it's on that that time on that day because no one in this country will watch. Yeah, that might be true. Um, it's it's going to be it's an awful big ask on a Sunday morning after a long night of partying on Saturday for the average person to get up for a 7 a.m. game or to stay up for a 4 a.m. game on the West Coast. Yeah. Yep. Uh, which is yeah, it's a bummer. I think this is another one that might be a little different than the than the mm-hmm. top club matches that we see. I mean, I kind of said that last week with with uh, the Man City Leicester match that. Lester kind of brings something different, maybe because they just don't realize they should clamp down and churn out a zero-zero draw. But yeah. the uh, so I think I think there are goals on both sides of this one, despite I, Lester playing I really do. well defensively. I do as well, and uh, I will. I, I want to ask you to to we'll, we'll rank the couple of the top players here in a second. Uh, but then I also have a note about Lester to follow. So let's first do um, the rankings here. Um. I have it. Wait, so would you rather have uh, Mares and Vardy or Ozil and Sanchez? Uh, I thought you were going to say Ozil and Giroud. Um, nope. Sanchez, I don't think is is back yet, and well, so I would actually point. put. That's my point because I think it. I think it'd be an easier choice if I said Giroud. I'm not sure about I, that. I think I'd still take the Mares Vardy side. But it'd be closer. You you think sure. about it more though, right? I would think about it long, longer, but it's I'd still take the Leicester side of that. The, so the reason we, why is because if they beat Arsenal, it's going to be because of those two guys. And if Arsenal wins, you could get your goal from Ramsey or 
I guess you could throw Oxlade Chamberlain in there since he just scored. Like Arsenal, I think, have more options, whereas Leicester is going to beat you with Mahrez and Vardy. That's why it's, I'm more comfortable with them. It's more likely, that's for sure. And then if, if for me, I'm not sure if Ozil is ranked third, second or third in this game overall. I mean, would you? Uh, where would you put Ozil? Would you put him in front of Mahrez, behind Mahrez? Uh, or where does Vardy go? Uh, I think the top three in this game is really tough to call. Yeah, I agree. It, it'll come down to format because I don't think, like I said, I think there are goals on both sides, so you can theoretically get your points from from them. Uh, because of Mahrez and Vardy's goal upside, I'd put them ahead of Ozil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's them two and then a whole bunch of Arsenal players in terms of ranks. Completely, yeah, completely agree. I don't, I don't think you'll get to another lesser player until like Christian Fuchs. Uh, yep. But even that, even that, I'd probably take Monreal and Bellerin over Fuchs. Yep. Yeah, I agree. All Brighton so, might sneak in there in, in DraftKings because of the crosses. I bet they send in a ton because. No, I don't. Arsenal love to have the ball. No. Yeah, but I think there'll be crosses when they have the ball. You think it's uh, just? You think the only time they're going to have it is on the counter? Uh, this segues nicely into my note about Leicester. Leicester has the type you of team. Do have notes. Could, well, not. I, I, it's it's something I actually wanted to say uh, the other day, but I forgot. Um, so it's really not a preparation for the show, but you know, Lester play a style where they can dictate or they can be dictated to and still win. I like that. So I believe that Arsenal will dictate to Lester, but that with that being said, that means it's definitely more of a Mares game because Mares, if there's going to be offense, will have to start it. He'll have to get his head up and pick out that pinpoint pass. Yeah, but that, doesn't that end with a Vardy goal? I agree. Um, I'm just saying it's 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 Mara's centric. Mara's has to start it. it. It's not all Brighton, is my point. Oh, okay. I don't. I think I, I think if you put a uh, plus or minus four and a half for crosses for all Brighton, I'll go under. That's pretty low. I know it's pretty low. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I don't think all Brighton has a lot of crosses. I'll say that. Okay. Because I think it's going to be more of a Conte, Mares, uh, drink water even. Okay. Especially because Drinkwater takes the corners now. I think all Brighton is is really getting cut out of the crosses loop a little bit. Okay. <sighs> I think we've covered that game thoroughly, even though it deserves more. What what score uh, do you think it is? I, I've given up trying to predict Leicester games. Uh, uh, let's say one one. Okay. I'll take the boring draw. Okay. I think I think I think it'll be an entertaining one one, but I, I'm still gonna take the draw. Yeah. I st- I. I I just are, are, uh, I don't think it's a good week to play Arsenal because of what happened last week. Because they beat up Burnmouth. I think the. I think they're feeling good, and I think they know they need this. Okay. And Leicester may not know that they need this. Anyway, it's a narrative that makes it makes it's completely useless in analysis because it means nothing, but it's just what I feel and. I think it comes out as a two-pointer, which is exactly what Ranieri probably wants, especially at Arsenal. Okay. This was 5-2 the first time they played. At the KP. Yeah, I'm just saying 5-2. It's a lot of goals. So Aston Villa, speaking of a lot of goals last week, scored twice. Yeah. Boom. Uh, they they are at home uh, at Villa Park to play Liverpool, who are self-destructing before our eyes a little bit. And I don't know if they're getting tired from Jurgen Klopp's style of play 
except for Roberto Firmino, I can't think of another fantasy option. I would even I, against Aston Villa. I like Coutinho. Coutinho came back in that FA Cup. He only played about like sixty minutes. He scored. I think he scored on a set piece. Let's be fair. Okay. But I think he's not as good as Firmino. But you and I have Firmino ranked as the, our top midfielders this week. Yeah. And I don't know how anybody could disagree, but our our colleagues did. But the I think Coutinho's uh, well, worthy. only two of us were nominated for soccer for a podcast. Of the <laughs> uh, they've been on. They've been on. Uh, but anyway, I think Coutinho's worthy. I think you'll see plenty of people trying to play Milner on DraftKings because of the crosses. But after that. Like your Sturridge, they're talking about starting, which seems like. Told you. I. Uh, I told you. They're gonna break him. They, they have tried everything. They, at this point, if he breaks again, it's his fault. They've done everything they possibly could yeah. to not break him. Yeah, I. I hope that. All right, all right, hold on. I don't. Sorry. If he gets hurt with like a muscular, like a pulled hamstring or something like that. That's on them. Yeah. That, but I, if someone like breaks his leg, oh that's sure, not, sure, that's sure. not Daniel Sturridge's fault. Yes, I just want to cl- clarify that before I get any kind of hate on Twitter, right? Because um, we get tons of it from the podcast. The 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 one that it bothers me the most, just because I like him so much, is Benteke, who was so bad in that FA Cup match against West Ham that I, they're going to be desperate to get rid of him this summer. If they weren't already, now they really are. Which is too bad because it's not for Chelsea. <laughs> I think Chelsea would like him. I'm, there are plenty of clubs that should take him. I mean, there were plenty of clubs looking at him when Liverpool got him. So, uh, yeah, I think he'd play really well for. Uh, well, maybe not Manchester United, but who knows who the if that'll be Mourinho or not. But I don't know. The, so uh, to get to this game, I like Coutinho along with Firmino. Do you like DraftKings? I'm I'm debating whether Leandro Bakuna will be good in this game or not mm. for Aston Villa. He's definitely. I mean, he's going to play in the midfield. So, from a defensive purpose, you're going to get at least the attacking. When you when you pick him for his attacking qualities, you're going to get them because he's playing in this attacking role. And Liverpool have been so bad defensively. Really, really bad. And I'm debating so hard whether to use him or not i would have no problem with him on on DraftKings. the yahoo's a little different because we'll get into this in a little bit but you get wins and draws for defenders and that kind of changes the thoughts a little bit of in terms of the the type of defenders that you go after but you you know you get enough attacking points from on DraftKings that it doesn't matter if they get a clean sheet or not which i and we'll discuss the merits of both of those in a little bit, though. But let's move on to the last game of Sunday, which is Manchester City at home to Tottenham. I think it's a bad time to be Tottenham. Really? Not the best time to play Manchester City. Um, After they were just embarrassed? Uh-uh. I don't want any part of playing against Manchester City. I think if there's a club that can continue embarrassing them, it's Spurs. Like, I think Spurs win this. Interesting. I think that. Are you doing the double the, the double jinx where you can't be you can't feel bad at the end? Because um, either Tottenham lose or you're right. That I hadn't considered, but that's a very good point. 
I'll have to make sure I oh, edit okay. that part out of the podcast. It's a, it's subconscious at this point. Yeah. Well, I. They look so bad last weekend, and I can't accept that it, that was all on Lester. And the fact that they're going to be playing, they're. I think David Silva's out. Kevin De Bruyne is out. I mean, those are two pieces that are so important to their attack, and I'm not sure how they score, and they're atrocious defensively. So, like, why, why can't Spurs win? You're going to say, of course they can. Why won't they win? <laughs> Thank you. Why won't uh, they I'm, win? I'm glad. I'm glad I didn't have to say it because I feel like <laughs> a jerk. I feel like a jerk every time. No, you're here. you're right every time though. Um, For that, my gosh, let's let not make people think <laughs> it's anything else but uh yeah i mean spurs have been playing so well they uh is it three or four they've won in a row and it, it, i went into a whole diatribe about their style of play last podcast so if, uh, you know i'm i'm a believer in what they're doing mm-hmm. they've do won four I in think a row it works against a team like manchester city or do they even try it i don't know this uh, i mean especially because i'm pretty sure that they're going to go back to Rose and Walker at the fullback positions. Mm, see, I'm not sure about that. I think they look at at City who have I mean, Sanya or Zabaleta have been nothing to nothing Zabaleta, special this year. Zabaleta's been bad right. since his he's been not 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 good, just bad. Right. Kolarov has been struggling. Klichy's hardly a fantastic defender. They still have Di Michaelis. Who's but, been worse? Right. Than all of them. Right. Which is not unexpected, given that he's like thirty-six years old or whatever he is. He should be. He should be playing for NYCFC. But oh, don't forget about uh, Sydney FC. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I think it's Melbourne. Melbourne, you're right. Yeah. Um, the Fernandinho, Fabian Delph, Yaya Torre, Fernando double pivot options. <laughs> I mean, tell me why that group can stop Spurs. <sighs> Where like all of their attacking I, I, options have been playing I, I, well. I'm firmly, I am firmly convinced that the only way to do this job of in terms of managing a Premier League team is fearlessly. Uh, I, I'm a firm believer in that. I never see it, or sorry, I rarely see it. Mm-hmm. And with that in mind, the fearless thing to do would be to put Davies and Trippier out there. I think they're going to do it. Continue what you're doing. Yeah, I think they're going to do it. However. I don't believe that's what happens. I believe Tottenham will do the pragmatic thing. They know they're on the road. They're going to the Etihad, and they want it. They and they want to make it as slow as possible. I think they got the blueprint last week of how to beat Man City, and they have pieces that can replicate that. No, they don't. They don't have Jamie Vardy. Harry Kane is a lot of things. Fast is not one of them. I think they are that able is to. Such a big difference. No, 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 no. Back. I got to back up. Okay. Yeah, I have to back this up because a lot of what, a lot of what Lester does on the counterattack is predicated on the fact that Vardy will just chase down the long ball and get in between that and get in that channel and get in between the two defenders. I think, in in short spaces, in in a compact space, that Harry Kane can do that. Uh, he cannot do that the way that Jamie Vardy can. No way, no how. He can't get the the tight spaces. He no, he can't. But Jamie Vardy doesn't. Jamie Vardy does that with his speed. Oh, and Harry Kane cannot. He just cannot. Okay. I don't. I don't think he needs it against this defense. 
There's there's a point there's a point that, that that's a good point because uh, that defense is slow for Manchester City. Um, I, They're in that, trouble, Man City. Defensive. Like, yeah, uh, and frankly, like Yaya Toure working in the number ten role hasn't worked all season, and that's where he has to play because they have they're without their other two. They have no Jesus Navas, so they're going to play Ianacho again in a big game. He's done nothing recently. Man, uh, it, the the you're, only way they win this game is if Aguero has a hat trick, and Spurs don't give up that many goals. That's true; they give up the least amount of goals in all the Premier League. Right. Um, you're talking me into it, but I still think I, I just like the Arsenal Leicester game. I think it's one one. Okay. What do you think? Final score. Uh, I'm going to take a repeat from last week. I think Spurs went at three one. And Pellegrini, they talk about him getting fired. Well, I say Pellegrini may not make it out of the stadium. Right, yep. That's what happens. And they'll say, why don't you just bring Pep in now? And they're like, oh, that's right. He's still actually coaching a team in the Champions yes. League. In the Champions League. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, it, oh, God, that is that is rough. All right, let's get let, let, let's run through this terrible Saturday slate that we yeah. have to pick from. 9 a.m. Central start time. Uh, 10 a.m. <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's, that's how it shows on my computer. I don't know why. Uh, 10 a.m. Eastern time. Everton at home against West Brom. Lukaku, 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 Lukaku. And then a little bit of Mar- Ross Barkley. And maybe some Aaron Lennon sprinkled in for some variety. I think that is correct. I would also not hesitate on Seamus Coleman or whoever plays at left back. Um what about Joel Robles in goal? Uh, it sounds like Howard might be back. Yeah, we'll um, get it. We'll get into this in DraftKings, but I think that both of them were way too highly, yeah, uh, way too highly priced. Well, they're priced starting uh, home you, against I West Ham. I, I told you my commandment, my first commandment of FPL in 2016, right? Thou shalt not trust Everton. Uh, goalkeeper specifically. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Never, 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 never. Okay. So no. I'll be off on the on the goalkeeper at least, but defenders maybe. Okay. Yeah, and there's nobody from West Brom I would touch. I guess you could make th- that's the worst thing though is that like Everton are horrible defensively, so like you should be able to do like the James McLean. I think Rondon is not going to start, but you're not going to go with like Victor and Nietzsche. So I guess you could go with McLean, but I'll I'll find my crosses elsewhere. <laughs> just, ugh. just. I, 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 if you take a West Brom player in this game, it's it's one of those close your eyes and you're gonna probably have to take a bath afterwards, even if they do well. It just, it just doesn't, it just doesn't seem right. But uh, we'll uh, we'll move on though to a uh, to a game where I think there's a lot of value in it. Uh, Norwich are at home against West Ham and. Gotta love Dimitri Payet this week, even though you know he's going to be extremely highly priced. Uh, Mikhail Antonio has got to be another option you like. Uh, rumors are that Diafrasako is going to be back by the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manuel Lanzini may be back for this game. Uh, it, it, West Ham are starting to get healthy. Yeah. Uh, you didn't even mention Valencia. Who's playing? He's been playing. <laughs> yes. Oh, I just mean. I mean, they also have they also have Andy Carroll and Emmanuel Emenike. Yeah, Emenike. I said it last week, and I was like, man, I think I'm mispronouncing his name. But then, of course, the pundits who were calling the game last week for West Ham, Emanike. And for the FA Cup, Emanike. I'm like, make up your mind. In fairness, it's also not Roberto Martinez, so who knows? <laughs> yeah, it's 
<sighs> so yeah, I think you're going to see a lot of West Ham stacks this weekend, which makes sense because Norwich have been so unbelievably awful. Mostly, it's not just that they're losing. Like, they're losing by giving up a lot of goals. A lot of goals, yeah. They've given up, I think, at, th- at least three in four of their last five or three of their last four. Like, it's been really, really bad. Yeah. And there's no reason to think that West Ham shouldn't be able to at least get two. Well, Dimitri Pae hasn't really... He hasn't gotten the the offense, like the counting numbers since he's been back. Uh, he hasn't gotten the goals and the assists, but he's yeah. created the most amount of chances. Yes. Since he's been back. Yep, they just need somebody to finish him. Yeah, if only they had a guy like... Uh... Andy Carroll? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Diafrasako. Oh, okay. <laughs> they do. I feel like they have five different Diafrasakos now. Like, they have so many of the same striker. E... Valencia is a little different. A little different. Not yeah. much. He can cross the he's ball. He's smaller. Not much. He's no, tall, but he's yeah. lanky. That's what I meant. Yeah, sorry. He's like a shorter. I mean, he's not like a shorter version of Andy Carroll. That's that. That's that's that's, <laughs> a, that's, a, that's a complete contradiction in itself. It's foolish on the face of it. Uh, but on the Norwich side, uh, Stephen no. Naismith, any value no, here? I, no, I, nobody. Not not even if my favorite Nathan Redmond starts. Nope. I'm not touching anybody from Norwich. Even with Winston no. Reed like out this weekend. So they up, so they upgrade Dogbana. Great. I know you're a Reed guy, but Ogbonna has been much better Winston this season. Reed, Reed's been so good this year. Okay. And no one's noticed, or very few people have noticed. And similar ilk, Ashley Williams, who's the captain of Swansea, has also been very good this season. Uh, they go up against an even better defensive unit in Southampton because Fraser Forrester and his uh, clean sheet show show up to South Wales. Man, that was a lot of S's in one <laughs> sentence. Uh, <laughs> didn't even realize it or intend on it. Uh is this is this whatever six in a row for ten in a row? What is it for Fraser Forrester? He's at five right now, going for six. It's pretty crazy. Like that's a that's a lot of clean sheets for like two months, three months. Four hundred. He's already at four hundred and fifty plus minutes. Yeah, and has yet to give up a goal. The like I'm. Gilfie Sigurdsson is like the the one that pops out at you when you look at Swansea because he's been playing so well. But I'm completely fading him this week because of Forster. Yeah, that, I'm not going to touch. I'm not touching anybody against Southampton until he gives up a goal. I'm not going to try to predict who the one who breaks the deadlock is. I wouldn't be shocked if it was an own goal. This is the first one he gives up. That was yeah. also offside, but they didn't call it. Like it, it, <laughs> he's so been so good. It, it's hard to argue with that. Yeah, I, I try. I try to argue with you whenever I can. I just can't. Mm-hmm. These are the facts, and they are undisputed. <laughs> Who do you like from Southampton? If Charlie Austin starts, I really like him. Sorry, I just got a you, Premier League you, uh, notification that, that Adam Johnson's been uh, terminated. His contract yes, has been terminated. That. Sexual activity with a minor. Yeah. Can I? Is That's my, a little different. I think that was a little different than what you said. No, it's it. The man's a child rapist. All right, I call it like I see it. Yeah. Um. It's a special ring in hell dedicated to people like that. That's okay. all I'll say. Okay. Uh, I'm not Adam Johnson's biggest fan. I. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's, like I really like Charlie Austin too, which means he probably is not going to start again. Like I don't. 
uh, I don't know. I, I find it tough. I got. I basically screwed myself. Was that last weekend or two weekends ago? I think it was last, last week. weekend. Yeah. So I put him in a lineup and basically didn't leave enough room for a replacement. And then, of course, Long and Pele start, and he doesn't. And so yeah. it's difficult for me to like build. So basically, when I'm doing when I'm building lineups, I have to base. If I want Austin, I have to pick Pele so that I can downgrade to Austin, but then I'm basically leaving myself open. So, I don't know. I There are a lot of moving pieces if you pick Austin, and he doesn't, you know, if he doesn't start. I have a funny feeling we just heard some foreshadowing. <laughs> uh, but let's let's go. Let's move on to Burnmouth at home against Stoke, unless you have some kind of Swansea City-like that you have. No. No, exactly. There's no one on Swansea. The ghost of John Joe Shelby, but that's about it. <laughs> No, Sigurdsson uh, was the only one I would have thought of, and because no, of Forster, can't. I'm not. You yeah. just cannot. I mean, you, you can get him for crosses on DraftKings, but that's it. Yeah. And he doesn't do that much from the middle. I'd rather pay up for Payette. Yeah. You're probably not even paying that much up. Nope, not much. All right, Burmuth are at home against Stoke. Uh, this, I really want to believe that Stoke can return to their previous form. I really do. Um, but I think... Burnmouth are playing them at the right time. Stoke are just so fragile. Yeah, I think Burnmouth could will win this one. I just wonder if they can hold them defensively or not. Like you could see Stoke losing this like three two, right? Yeah, that would be that'd be the fourth consecutive game they give up three goals. Yeah. I really that's, like Benicafobi. That's like that's like Chelsea bad. It's Norwich. That's Norwich. It's actually not even bad. That bad. That's even worse. Uh Benicophobe I really like. Uh Rich Matt Ritchie hasn't been quite as good, but if Junior Stanislaus starts, I think you have to go all over him. I don't know why Juani Turbe doesn't play or doesn't start, um, but I said that when he was at Roma, so I don't know what to make of him. Maybe he's just not as good as we thought he was. And then for Stoke, like you want to think that the guys that you normally would consider should be options, right? Like Jonathan Walters. I mean, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's funny. I was going to say, you're going to consider Shakiri Boyan, and then, of course, w- Walters will be the one who scores. But um, who do you who do you even, like, try to pick from this Stoke team? Arnautovic, if he starts, that's it. That's it? That's it. Hmm. Only because uh, you know, he'll take free kicks. He'll take maybe some corners. He'll take some penalties. You don't think Shakiri will? No. 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 I don't know. It's kind of gross, and... But you're going to end up getting people from picking the Stoke guys because of this slate. I'll we'll see. Anyway. We'll see. Uh, I'm not sure if that's true or not. You don't think, think people I... pick from this from Stoke? Not with their current form. Not as much as you think. Okay. I, I think maybe Arnautovic, but that's it. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Crystal Palace. Oh, God. Watford. Oh, God. Worse. <laughs> this game is so bad. <laughs> if this game gets a goal, people will celebrate as if they won the league. Yeah. It. I mean, neither has been great defensively. Like, they've been okay, but not... I mean, I guess Watford's only given up one goal in their last two, but... Um, the There are a lot of nice names in this game. <laughs> You'll be tempted. Names, yes. Well, I, 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 I'm not saying to stay away from this game. I just don't think it's going to be an offensive barrage. Who do you like more, Adebayor or Dini? Neither. Who do you like Pass. the two of them? Dini. Wow. Pass. 
I, I, I want nothing to do with anyone who's a, a striker or an offensive player. I don't think there's any guarantee that Adebayor starts, for one. Um, they may go back to, like, Frazier Gamble or something. Adebayor's done nothing for them. Well, that doesn't separate him from everybody else. <laughs> Took three he shots last play. week. He makes them play a certain style, so I don't know if they want to play. My favorite is that he committed five fouls last week. Yeah, and one of them led to the goal. Minus th- minus two and a half. Like, come on, dude. Okay. And then limping to the finish on Saturday is Chelsea at home against Newcastle. If you take Jorginho and Aldum, you're a fool. Yes. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, uh, let me just, I'm just checking my lineups to make sure I wasn't one of those fools. No, I didn't. This, <laughs> this game will... <laughs> Uh, there are two players from this game that I will discuss when we get into the daily dose that will show the biggest difference between Yahoo and DraftKings. I think I may have. Uh, I, I assume I you have, have both of them because one makes too much sense on one, and one on makes no sense at all. But <laughs> they each make sense for their respective sites. Well, I, I can't wait. Actually, you know what? Let's do it now. There's no Chelsea should score a lot. Score they should. They should, oh my god! Wow! They should score a lot. They won't. And I have no, I don't even know if they'll win, but I, I think ridiculous. they will. They'll win like one or two, nothing. Yes. They'll win by multiples. Uh, it's just a matter of whether Newcastle Not scores. this team. Yeah, exactly. I would say Daryl Yanmott may, may do something. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. Oh, God, that game's going to be brutal to watch. Just, ugh, God, Chelsea's been so bad and it's so disappointing. All right. Let's let's let, let, let do do your introduce Yahoo to the world. So Yahoo has daily fantasy soccer now, and the scoring system is very different from DraftKings. Which, if you're very if you love the DraftKings scoring system, then you're not going to like this as much. I don't particularly love it because it's so cross dependent. But um, the thing that I will plug is that Yahoo has a contest this week. It's a single entry contest for a buck. Uh, it's twenty thousand guaranteed, two grand to the winner, and everybody will, uh, or what do they call it? Nobody loses. So um, they have ten thousand entries, and you're guaranteed to at least get your dollar back. So uh, there's no reason not to play. So get on in. The uh, biggest difference that we have from uh, about the scoring is that uh, they don't give one point per cross like DraftKings does. In fact, they give one point per cross completed. So you actually have to complete that pass in order to get it, which we like to call the anti-Jesus Navas rule. Uh, They have a few other kind of quirky stats like last man tackles and corners one, both of which are incredibly um, rare. Well, the last man tackles are very rare. Corners one is so random that it's, it's almost impossible to project. Um, they're also only worth half a point. Um, you get like what, so. So what constitutes? I don't know if you know this now. What constitutes a corner one? I'm, like if I shoot the ball and it deflects off somebody for a corner, does that count as a corner one? My, I believe so. I think it's essentially oh. if you are the last offensive Eight. player to touch the ball. And so we were looking, or I was looking previously about it, and. Like Harry Kane's like last five games, corners one was like zero zero one five zero, and it's like it's just too. There's nothing to depend on, um, because even if a team wins a bunch of corners, it doesn't. There's no guarantee that 
there's a singular player who's doing it, who's getting those. So, I mean, just like all others, goals and assists are by far the most. Uh, you get half a point for a shot, but you get two full points for a shot on target. And then um, the last one is defenders get two points for a win, one point for a draw. And from what I've gathered... Minutes, Any draw? Yes, any draw. No, it could be 3-3, three, three and the defender gets a point. And you get a point, yep. You, the oh. defender also gets three points for a clean sheet, so it's basically five points for a clean sheet win. Um, the That's fair. What's, I like. Yeah, what's interesting is that I don't believe there's a minutes restriction or a minutes minimum for a win or a draw. Um, <laughs> so I noticed that because I got a draw for, the, for Zuma last week, and he came yeah. off in like the 58th minute or something like that. Oh, God, don't remind me. That was brutal. Yes. However, clean sheets have to be 90 minutes. Not necessarily the player has to play 90, but the team has to keep the clean sheet the whole game, which is something that bothers me so much in other formats that, like, a guy can play 63 minutes and it's 0-0, and they give up. They could give up four goals after that, but because he left when it was nothing-nothing, he gets a full clean sheet. Um, and then goalies, it's uh, four points for a win, two points for a draw, Six points for a clean sheet, so that's ten points, just like DraftKings, basically, for a clean sheet win, and then uh, two points uh, or minus two for each goal that's conceded, which is a pretty hefty amount, and then one and a half for a save. So, uh, because of the difference in crosses, like that singular stat, makes um, building lineups much different because you're not just looking for crosses; you're looking guys who actually. St- complete them oh and i'll also add you get um five one hundredths of a point per pass uh successful pass uh, mondo goal uses passes so that, completed also for, for, for all those non-math nerds that's 20 passes for a point yes yes um so the because of that you get a little more value from kind of holding midfielders who touch the ball a lot and you also get you know you almost want to focus on high possession teams because they're the ones who are passing the ball around a ton to each other so uh you know it's not something to like base your decision on but it's definitely a factor you know if you're looking at two guys that the whoever's getting more passes definitely gonna be the one that you want to pick on yahoo as opposed to the one who's aimlessly sending in crosses yeah it's fair the fun game i like it a lot they did a pretty good job the pricing is also pretty good that's what i was gonna say yeah that was my observation i find the pricing to be um accurate for current play and uh you know they They even give you a nice little graph yeah they downgrade injured players which is nice so they're not kind of clogging up the top and you know it's you can still find plenty you know enough values to make your lineups but uh, i find it like i said i think the pricing is accurate let's get to the lineup shall we yeah let's do it all right so we'll do it by position and we'll do both platforms wow okay um Oh, we also but, have a DraftKings Daily Dose to do as well. Yeah, let me throw in one other thing. That for uh, Yahoo, they have, it's 11 players, but w- one of them is a flex. So you have two forwards, four for- midfielders, three defenders, a goalie, and a, and a utility. And so that basically allows you to use any sort of uh, formation. So <sighs> I don't think that played too much into the decision because of the pricing. Uh, it, anyway, uh, I found myself actually taking... Some similar players, to be fair. Mm-hmm. And I, I was able to – well, actually, you know, I did two completely different strategies. Uh, one was uh, I had one lineup, which was Yahoo, where the money was, you know, pretty evenly distributed. 
And I'll say it right now on DraftKings, I went, kind of went stars and scrubs. Okay. Because of the slate. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, I'll start with goalkeepers and uh, and defenders. Uh, the goalkeeper is the same for both platforms. It's Fraser Forrester mm-hmm. because why not? Yep. Um, I, I paid the money. Um, so tw- uh, I forgot what the total was for Yahoo. What was the total value? What was the total roster? Two hundred bucks, I believe. Bucks, right? Yeah. So I pay. So I gave. Uh, I gave about ten percent into the goalkeeper, which I never do. Mm-hmm. Um, so $21 for Fraser Forrester on Yahoo and then for DraftKings, he's at 3,900, which is absurd. Uh, Thibaut Courtois should not be at 4,300 then and Joel Robles at 41 and Tim Howard at 4,000. There's no way that those three guys should be ahead of Fraser Forrester. No way, no how. I think those are matchup prices. Don't care. Okay. And Swansea's a great, a terrible matchup in, in that form with that defense that's playing so well. No way. Okay, I get it. I'm just saying you're not going to find a, a goalkeeper on the road on DraftKings usually. Yeah. Well, guess what? I'll st- good for me. Yeah. Okay. Now my defenders, um, like I said, there's 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 some stars and scrubs going on here. So I have Joel Ward at 3,400. God, you love him. I do. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. I have Virgil Van Dyke for Southampton, doubled up with uh, Southampton's guys. And here's one where I'm kind of reaching. And Virgil Van Dyke is 2,900. Uh, you know they're looking for a replacement for Carl Jenkinson at West Ham. And I don't know if you noticed, but they signed a really young guy from Leeds named Sam Byram. Yeah. And I think he may start starting soon. He, I agree. And I have this him would too. be a game to do it. I have him too. God damn it! There's no way you were getting that one. Um, he should have started two games ago, but. James Tompkins somehow like returned from having 109 stitches in his head or something like that. I think it was less than that, but um, slightly fewer. Yeah. So did you go through all of your guys? Like, um, uh, yeah, and then I got to go through some of the guys on Yahoo here, but uh, those, those are my DraftKings guys there. And Sam Byram's 2000, the minimum. So that's yeah. why he's especially good. He's going to be really, really heavily owned because of that. Man, I felt like I was being so smart. Sorry. I also have Joel Ward in uh, in Yahoo, so for thirteen, mm-hmm. and I have Aaron Cresswell for West Ham, Lurvain, yeah. but he's only sixteen, so why not? And then I have Bronislav Ivanovic, who for some reason has so many points per game on Yahoo, so uh, I have him at eighteen bucks. <laughs> um, the reason why he has so many is because he takes shots and he passes a lot. And they've been winning and drawing, so you get points for that as well. Like they right. don't lose a lot, and so you get. Yeah, bonus they haven't points. lost yet under. Right, so you get those bonus points quite a bit. Um, all right, I will do all right, for DraftKings. I have uh, Adrian at Norwich at, for thirty five hundred. Um, I have Byram also. I have uh, Angel Ranghell for twenty five hundred. I he had eight crosses last week, so I'm hoping that he keeps that going. And then I paid 4100 for Eric Peters, who we were talking about that Stoke Burnmouth game. He had 13 crosses last week. Um, I always kind of liked him for how much he can do other than the crosses, which he ba- barely did any of last week. But um, I kind of had money left over. Um, so Peters is one that I could replace with Ivanovic or Cresswell, which I, I may do. I basically built this thinking I wouldn't have enough. So... I'm not sure if I'll be if I'll pivot onto one of those guys. Yeah. Um. I have. Oh, 
Yeah, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I have Byram in Yahoo as well. Um, really? And Ivanovich. Um, and then I have Seamus Coleman at 12 bucks, which seems yeah, pretty cheap. And I have Thibaut Courtois actually at $20 because um, I'm hoping for the clean sheet win that you get. What I had originally built for um, for Yahoo is my my back, uh, back line, or at least the defenders, were Byram, Cresswell, and Cedric. And because you need the... Um, you need to complete the crosses and you don't, you can't just send them in. Uh, I kind of thought the offensive upside of Coleman and Ivanovich was better than Cresswell and Cedric in yeah. this form. Uh, yeah. Cedric I, doesn't pass at all either. Yeah. Like he had eight like passes what, last week. Uh, I like what, well, it's because they've gone to a back three. Yeah. At Southampton. Which, so, it, which increases his ability to cross, but that doesn't help me in Yahoo. Correct. Um, but it means he'll probably pass less. That's what I mean. So if he's passing less, that that's yeah, bad for... That's not especially good for you. Yeah, for Yahoo at least. Um, my midfielders, I did have a few overlapping guys. Uh, Dimitri Payet I have in both just because... I do as well. They're playing against Norwich. Um, I have Aaron Lennon in both, which I'm a little embarrassed about. Uh, I only have him in one. Since I crapped all over him on Tuesday on our earlier week podcast. Um, the, the big one that, uh, I was kind of teasing before the difference. I took a Chelsea midfielder for book in each one for DraftKings, I took Willie on at 8,000 and in Yahoo, I took Cesc Fabregas for $23. Um, Fabregas is, um, like I basically get three points right off the bat just because of his, um, passes completed. So any shots he takes or he actually can complete some corner, some, uh, crosses, um, he actually tackles a lot, or he gets credit for tackles a lot more than people give him credit for. So, um, so that's why I picked him over, uh, someone like Willie on, on, uh, on Yahoo. And then I'm just going to keep going because I have some flex guys and that will line up with my Yahoo. Um, I picked Andrews Townsend at 3,900, um, which means I have Townsend and Lennon, two guys that I said were exactly the same on our earlier week podcast. And, Townsend with the crosses on DraftKings is kind of there's there are too many for at 3900 to ignore, and then I actually picked Gilfie Sigurdsson on DraftKings, um, mostly because when we were talking about there's just not a lot of upper tier talent on this slate. Um, I picked him over Ross Barkley uh, because I thought the floor was a little safer. Barkley is classically will throw in like a five point outing, whereas Sigurdsson's crosses kind of guarantee a little. A little more than that, and on dra- on Yahoo, I feel like we're way too confusing here. We'll post these on the on the website, but I paid ten bucks for Glenn Whalen, um, oh, because he's sent, fool. He's got a hundred and thirty, a hundred and forty passes in the last two games, um, and ten dollars is the minimum on Yahoo, and I thought that may be worth it for ten bucks. Ugh. Ugh. I also think he he will be a little more offensive because of Imbula um, playing next to him now. Yeah, I have Chaz, so I'll go into my midfielders first. I have Dimitri Payet on both. Uh, I have Willian on both. Mm-hmm. I did not take Fabregas on Yahoo. Uh, I don't know why. Your explanation is perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Um, 
So I, I, I missed that. Uh, I also took Andros Townsend and in my, one of my flex spots, I took Aaron Lennon mm-hmm. and actually in my other flex, spot, I took a fourth defender. Wow. That's, that's how bad it was. That's I how thought bad of it. Is. I thought uh, about it I, a lot. I, I took Eric Peters at 4,100. Yeah. Wow. That makes and, me feel better about taking Peters then. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I have, so I have Pai, Townsend, Willian, and Lennon and, for yep. for midfielders, and then Peters is a fourth one, and then my two forwards are uh, Chaz, Charlie Austin at four thousand, and Diego Costa at sixty eight hundred. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like I said, this was, I mean, I have two players, you know, at pretty much eight grand on DraftKings, which is hard to do. Mm-hmm. So that, that that it was stars and scrubs there. So Pae and I, Pae and Costa were my first two players I picked, and I built around them. Yeah. I, the forwards I have on DraftKings are Bocani and Adebayor, and Adebayor yep. will turn into Charlie Austin if he starts. Yeah, but I needed to pay up a little bit in order to make the room. Uh, the reason I did, I basically didn't pay for forwards, is because, um, I I basically was looking for the cross floor from Pae, Willian, and Sigurdsson and Townsend. Basically, um, they just there's too many points there that. I feel like I could get a zero if I go with Costa or Igalo. Yep, the, that's fire. On Yahoo, I also picked Adebayor um, because he's only $10, but I was able to get Lukaku and Costa. So I have a Charlie Austin at 11 Yeah. for my utility, but I have Lukaku and a Phobie. Yeah. Oh, a Phobie. Yeah. How much is a Phobie? $19 yeah. on Yahoo. Yep. Yep. I like that. I don't like having Adebayor, and I'm hoping that there's some sort of lineup adjustment that will allow me to not have to do that because I really don't want to have to hope for Emmanuel Adebayor. You're going to have to take a shower, right? (laughs) Well, I'll let you get to that shower because it's time to end this episode of the Roadwire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For Andrew, I have been Mike. And we will continue with our final finalist FSWA podcast <laughs> next week. And we are already nominated for 2016. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next week. Good luck, everybody. Yahoo! <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. They're going to kill the love of my life Casey! if I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday. Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain for love. Collide. In theaters Friday. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. 
Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.